Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ryan Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We are so sorry that we missed you guys last week. We were having so many technical issues. Like So many. More technical issues than anyone has ever had. It's honestly unbelievable. We started we started the episode with technical difficulties and then it exploded and we couldn't upload it for you guys. <laughs> Literally. And it's so funny because today's episode is going to be about friendship and like me and Brenda's friendship might end over technical difficulties. <laughs> it just might. It just might. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. But it is so hard to like explain technology things to someone when you're not like in per like you know when you can't like physically do it for them totally no it's really hard it's so hard but we're working through it we're gonna get there I hope I'm unsure I really am literally last week even during the record we were when we were recording the episode there were technical difficulties literally before during and after we'll make it through we'll make it through we're learning we're growing we had a whole conversation about AI you'll never hear it (laughs) but chat GPT does know who we are yes and that is a freaking pride and she worded it so nicely she did i know that's what i'm saying like it was it was better than i could have worded it which is really nice (laughs) and this is why we're not gonna fall behind on technology we did talk about this last week um in the episode that you didn't hear and i feel like before we get into the friendship conversation um i i it is something that i wanted our audience to be back on of like being at the age group that we are I told Brenda last week, I feel like with all the AI stuff, it's the first time I've ever felt like, oh, if I don't purposefully learn this stuff, like I'm going to fall behind, quote unquote, in terms of like keeping up with like the kids and what they're doing with their technology and keeping up with technology like is you know it's much different than keeping up with like clothing trends or like uh pop culture or whatever like it it really can put you behind in a lot of ways if you're not willing to like keep up with the times and that stuff and I wonder how you and like other people our age kind of feel about that yeah I think it just like we talked about last week which obviously they they don't know that, but that we did. It's like, I just think that you can, there are different like categories to an extent where like you can feel really advanced in some areas and then in other ones be like totally not my wheelhouse. So I think in some ways it's like, there are a lot of things that we do need to keep up with or else I don't think, I mean, here's the thing though. Like I think about the people that exist now in the world who are like maybe baby boomers and like still have a flip phone. You know what I mean? So it's not that you can't survive. Of course. But I do think that it's interesting to see how we can use technology to an extent to our advantage to learn more, learn more Mm -hmm. skills, learn faster. Like, I think that's one of the things that a lot of the people that we've spoken about and part of the reason why we do this show is like our goal is to help guide our audience so that they can learn things essentially faster than they would if they don't give attention towards it at this point in time. Like, not not to do an easy way out per se, but I think a lot of people in terms of healing, in terms of growing, in terms of skills, 
like do all of this trial and error and exploration. And although we are individual and different things might work for us, I think that we do find and we found time and time again, a lot of common themes about like, oh, what has kind of led people down a specific path? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I just think it this one feels different, like in terms of keeping up is like the wrong word, but I don't know what else to say right now. Like it, this one feels different. Cause I think there is kind of this like thought of like, if you don't keep up with this stuff, like you need to, in order to be competitive, like in the workforce. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just so funny because like, it's the first time that I ever felt that way where I know like my parents have felt that way in terms of like needing to be on like Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or whatever to promote like your businesses so like they felt like you know that's not something they used early on in their careers but then had to like learn and adapt to in order to stay um like competitive in the workforce whereas with us that was kind of like naturally integrated for us and like AI for the first time I'm like oh fuck like I'm getting to that point where like I feel like a parent in that way in that I have to purposefully try to keep up you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think I think it just liter- it literally is like an entirely different world. I totally get that. And I do We're feel getting like- old. No, I do <laughs> I do not think we can classify this as that. No. It's it a feels totally- like that. It's a world for so many people, not just yeah. Yeah. It's for everyone. So I think that's that true. that's part of why I feel like not alone in that is because I think everyone, like nobody just like naturally wakes up and is like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like totally. I think. No, that, but it's like all right. of a sudden I'm hearing like, oh, kids are using it to like write their paper. Kids, quote unquote, what are we? I don't know. Kids are using it to write their papers like in college. And I'm like, I wouldn't know like how to write a paper using it. Like I have to learn that. Like they're all ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, in in some ways, I feel like, yes. And in other ways, it's like, they're just asking questions and it's answering it for them. So, like, are they, is it easier for them than it was for us where we had to pull it from our brains? Maybe. Maybe. She's giving the eyes. She's giving the eyes. Okay. Anyway, we'd love to hear how you guys are all feeling about, like, keeping up with technology, like, at this age. And if that feels different to you or if you're like, no, Julia, like, we just all need to keep up at any age. It doesn't feel weird or different. Um. But it made me feel like a parent for the first time. I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're going to get into some things about friendships today. We've talked about friendships in the past, but I feel like it's one of those things that's obviously so important to our lives and our happiness and our health and is ever evolving. And as we get older every year, I think that our relationships to our friendships change. Um and so I think it's a good topic to revisit now and again. And I don't think we've talked about it in like maybe like a year, like a dedicated yeah. episode to it. Totally. No, I think it's been a while. But weirdly, I think that this topic specifically has been even in terms of our own friendships or people in our lives. It's been an episode we've done the two episodes that I can think about at the top of my head that we did on friendships, one about giving advice and another one um, with Black Girls Texting. Both yeah, are such a fun episodes- episode such a pretty good episode I can't believe that it was almost it was over a year ago mm-hmm. um, but those are actually two of the episodes that I point a lot of people that we're like close with to as well mm-hmm. um, because I just think that they really like are all encompassing of aspects of friendship so I'm excited to what we're gonna dive into today yes I have a few questions on my mind but before we get to that let's dive into Pride and Pickle. 
I always wonder what Josh thinks when he's here and I'm recording and he hears me. Because <laughs> no. he also only hears you. So he's probably like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> he gets oh. it. He gets it. Oh, he super gets it. Um, My pride this week. My pride this week is that I am... I just feel really like I, I really feel like I'm in a thriving phase right now, which I will have a pickle to for sure. Um, but I'm just I'm really proud of that because I think I said it to you last week. <laughs> I feel like we keep referring to the episode like, you know, how people say the because we had a good episode last week and no one got to hear it. I know. I know. So like the thing we shall not speak of the episode that did not air like it feels like very similar. Um, the but... episode that did not air. <laughs> I feel like one of the things that I keep coming back to because I feel it in like every piece of my body is like how we react to circumstances is so powerful. And it's been like a complicated topic that I've been thinking about because I'm like, okay, I never want to talk about something like this and make it seem like we can't react negatively to our circumstances or like we're always at fault and stuff like that because I don't believe that at all. Like I do believe that our circumstances affect us and things aren't always easy, but it has been such a powerful lesson for me over the past couple of months to be like, shoot, I'm no less busy. I'm just changing the way I approach things. And I'm really proud of myself for not like totally giving up because I kind of not giving up on life, but like giving up on like certain goals that I had just mm. because I was getting frustrated and yeah. I was feeling like stuck to an extent. And I'm really, it just goes to show that like all of these conversations that we have and all of this work that we do it works. It really does because I feel like I'm in a totally different headspace. I feel like so many of the goals that I have for myself, which I'm sure we could do episodes on, even if we don't know what that looks like. Mm. Um, part of what we talked about last week with Julia was just how we, like, we are not sure what the heck the future holds, but we're so excited about it anyways. Like, mm, even yeah. if we're uncertain, and I really feel that. So I'm proud of that. Very stoic of you. <laughs> and then my pickle Chris said this keeps saying this line to me because I'm definitely I don't know if it's post Botox or what it is but I'm like <laughs> it, post, wow you gotta coin that post Botox but Brenda I'm, post Botox or print a pre Botox I think it's also like slightly even though I like don't think about this all the time but I'm like I think it's slightly also like the bridal era of it all where uh, you do not have to do these crazy things or change yourself or or whatever to, in order to be married, obviously. But I do think that I've been just like thinking about little things that I wouldn't have like cared about before. So anyway, Chris was like, what's with the new, um, he didn't say chase for perfection. I forgot what he called it. Because I was like, you know what? I think I have some lines here. And I think oh. that, and sometimes like certain aspects of beauty or like even skincare it's so fucking expensive so that's my yes, pitfall but I keep finding expensive. things I want to do <laughs> right yeah yeah I mean that's the hard thing of it all is that like social media and capitalism makes us want all these things and we're allowed to want what we want and um but it is good to step back and be like why do I really want that yeah or like do I I mean nobody needs like there's a lot of things we don't right. need but no. like what is the what's the end goal with this yeah. you know yeah and like and like did and I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago like when we talked about the Botox thing of like you know wanting something because like yeah like it might 
like make you ha- like bring like bring you a little bit of like confidence or whatever versus mm-hmm. like it being deeply attached to like yourself worth or love totally. or whatever it's such a fine yeah. balance and it's so it hard is. it super is and I really I do think that that exact conversation though is so telling of I think where we both are right now because I feel this in you based on what we've been talking about is like I feel like we are celebrating like a big thing I'm noticing now in this season where we're like oh my god is it our um Saturn return like what is it is it a late 20s thing what's going on is I feel like we are much more likely now to celebrate where we are and how far we've come versus only focus on like where we haven't gotten to 100 percent right and like I think that there is still a lot of me that is where I like focused on where I want to get to but like I'm able to I'm oh (laughs) I just punched myself with the microphone (laughs) I'm able to do exactly what you just said of like focus you know be proud of where I am now way more than I would have been able to a few years ago way more more yeah not to say I'm like fully there yet because I'm definitely not and like I literally just had a conversation the other day with um Nathan because I was feeling stressed about money because we have so many trips coming up and I was just like I just don't want to feel this way like I want to be able to like go on the trips I want to go on and like not worry about it and yes I know that's like a very privileged thing to say because a lot of people have to worry about like just providing food for their family and blah blah fully aware that that is extremely privileged of me to say um but it was how I felt in the moment even though I am aware of like that circumstance um but it's how I felt at the moment and he was like babe like the truth is is like when you have more money you're just gonna have more worries that come with having more money and there's you're always gonna feel like there's never enough and I was like I know you're right but let me just be mad about this one moment yeah no it's it's true it is and it's like it's so weird because I think we're, that that's one of the things that we have to kind of set that expectation for is like both that we're probably never going to really be satisfied with like what things are. So like learning to find that fulfillment while we're like chasing whatever big next thing. Because even like even when you become like a super duper movie star, like you're probably going to want to be. I don't fucking know. Whatever's above a super duper movie star. You know what I mean? 100%. And he was saying, and like he was saying, and then like when you have more money, you're going to want to open more businesses and invest in more things. And then that's going to feel like too much money and people taking money from you and blah, blah. I'm like, you're right. (laughs) Like, Yeah. I don't want to admit that you're right. Uh, No, of course. It's it's one of the the harder things to like listen to when you know something's right. (laughs) But you're like, this isn't what I need right now. Uh Uh-huh. Right, you're like, because that answer didn't fix my feeling, right? And that's not anybody's fault. And like, no, I have to fix my own feeling in my relationship to this. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting. Um, but anyway, so that was your pride. Did you say your pickle? Oh, is that just like keeping up with all the things is expensive, yeah, or just like being, being even being curious about it like I, it, there were moments where I'm like is it weird of me to like just be curious like even when it comes to like I just tried I was like, literally just gonna say and she has yellow nails which I, I love. have yellow nails so um, they're not just yellow they've got a little design but they're acrylic and I never do that Hold on. they look fabulous I love, I love a them. yellow nail I love them and 
I just wanted to try it because I've never had it. And I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you. And one of my toxic traits is that I rip off my gel nails. So anyway, what? my nails are super weak. Um, and I want, I've been trying to like find local people in my area that like, cause I keep going like back to where my parents live right. to do things to <laughs> myself. And wild. Like, I know, but we get, we're such creatures of habit. Like when we like someone, the way someone does something, yeah. it's like getting takeout food from like a different Chinese restaurant. If you like, like that Chinese restaurant. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, no, Brenda, like you're going to probably be here for a little while. Like find your people here. So I've been taking recommendations. Wow. And I really wanted to try this. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. But I'm like, shit, did I just like incur an, a new. <laughs> you incurred a habit? new expensive habit. Yes, you did. I did. I did. Um, it's okay. But it's okay. I I tried it. I tried it and I love they it. They look great. <laughs> and I really do like the yellow. Thank you. It was bold of me, honestly. I never I know. That, that is bold of you. Yeah. But um, you. my pride this week is I'm doing this new thing. <laughs> um. And it's very simple, and I feel like it really helps. I and when I wake up in the morning, I say, "Today's gonna be a great day." First, that's the first thing I do before I like do anything, get out of bed, touch my phone, nothing. I say, "Today's gonna be a great day." And then before I go to bed, I say, um, "What went well today?" Love. And then I list all the things in my mind, just to myself, of all the things that went well. And it could be like the littlest things. It could be like, I did my meditation I like showed up to this or like I picked up groceries like it could be literally like the littlest things um but I just felt like it it's like a really great two little things to start and then the day that I felt have made a positive impact and it take requires no time energy or resources other than just doing it I love that question how do you like, is that something you hold yourself to doing every day and night? And if yes. you don't do it, what happens? I mean, nothing happens because nobody else knows that I do it. But you uh, hold it to for But yourself. I hold it to myself and I hold myself to it because I feel like it really does make a difference. Nothing happens, but I do notice like in my, my energy is not as good or I'm falling asleep thinking about negative things, mm. you know, like it's everyone knows that I have a sleep problem and I've been really working on it and that I feel like has helped me just kind of like switch my brain a bit yeah from like okay I shut my eyes and then all of a sudden like all the thoughts of everything come to me so to have something to just cling my thoughts onto, and I say things like until I fall asleep in my brain yeah and Ooh, it could be like that. literally the littlest things. Like you could, even on your worst day, you can probably find about 20, 30 things that went right. Mm. Like, I, like literally two of mine yesterday, no, three of mine yesterday were, I spilled water on my laptop yesterday, but my laptop is okay. So something that went right was my laptop is fine. Um, I forgot to fill my meter in my parking spot. So I almost, I could have gotten a ticket, but I didn't. So I said, I didn't get a parking ticket wow. and I almost, I shouldn't say the third one. Well, no. it didn't happen, but like, I kind of almost hit somebody, but I didn't. And I said, I didn't hit that person with my car. And that wow. I'm shook. So the reason I asked, um... but like, but what I'm saying is those things could have been a bad day, but they weren't. And they weren't, and so that went well, even though in your brain you might not think that that was a positive thing. 
that's actually something that went well. Like I almost got a ticket because I forgot to pay the meter, but I did it. So like but that went well. Thank goodness. No, I love that. We have not talked about friendship even a little, but um, <laughs> the reason I asked was because I heard about, I want to say it was, it was on a podcast. I don't know. I heard about this app and I'm loving it and it's called Habit Share. Ooh. And I know that sometimes people get a little bit weird about things that like keep your habit streaks because it feels like pressuring, but pre- pressure can be a privilege. Um, and I'm loving it because you can put in as many habits as you want and you can set how many days out of the week you want to do that habit. That's so, so for- fun. It's so fun. It's like and a it- game to me. Like I feel like people get like it's yes. a great way to make a habit a game. And here's the best part is you, well, the best part to me personally, is you can keep it to yourself or you can actually share it with your friends. And Accountability. You choose, yes. You can choose which habits to share with friends. So like, for example, like one of our friends, like she doesn't necessarily need to know that like I walked Ellie, let's say, I don't fucking know, but I I want her to know when I do my strength training because that's something that I I don't know want to be extra accountable to. So it's cool. You can select which ones to share with people and which to not, and then has like little. That's so nice. fun. And then what you just like tick it off that you did it. Yeah. So you have like. So like, could little... I do it the next day? Like, if I do that, can I like tick it off the next day? Because I don't want to use my phone at at that point. Mm, yeah. It looks like you can. So like if you go in like in the mornings of and you're like, okay, I'm going to look at all the things and check them off. It looks like I, I can put for for like Thursday or I can yesterday. Today. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Love it. Great share, bud. Yeah. Thanks. What's your pick? Okay. My pick. This is for the girls, but now Josh is here and he's going to hear it. Oh, <laughs> I vulnerable see. one. Now I'm nervous. It's right inside. Um, it's so funny because like I don't feel nervous sharing TMI stuff to our audience, but I feel nervous sharing this with Josh in the other room. Understood. Because <laughs> he's not a twenty, he's not a wearing twenties girly, but it's fine. Um, so here's TMI is that I have a weird rash in my armpit. That's what you're nerve. I'm sure. <laughs> you just laughed. I thought you were gonna say that like you have like a hemorrhoid the size of an asteroid coming out of no, you. No, it's not that. But I have a weird rash in my arm, and I don't know what it is. And I That's... like did get nervous for a second that it was something like that was gonna murder me. But like, I don't. My mom said probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you're just allergic to the deodorant you're using. I'm using the same deodorant I always use. Maybe but my my up. seasonal allergies are really bad, so maybe I am being like extra allergic to things. But it's really weird. I'll show you what it looks like later. It looks crazy. And then and then I literally just yesterday when I was feeling um scared about it, I just sent a picture of it to my mom with no context. And, and, then, I, and then no, so I sent the picture, right? And then I said, Oh, I should probably provide some context. And then I wrote, This is my armpit. LOL. Julia. <laughs> Imagine receiving that text. No. Something is wrong with you. But like, <laughs> come on, you're telling me you don't send weird texts like that to your mother? No, like, I mean, I can't, I've never sent her my armpit. I sent I my mom, like, the weirdest things. Like, I'll send her pictures of things and be like, what is this? Or like, I'll ask her the most random questions. Like, as if they know everything. As if she knows everything. That's I believe hilarious. that she does. And that's beautiful. 
But see, she definitely thinks I'm insane. She must. She 100% does. Like, I'll tell her some things, and she's just like, I don't, that's crazy. I don't know how to help you. Like, Jellia. She's like, go to the doctor. I don't know. She's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm like, all right. But, like, in my brain, she can fix anything. In your brain, she is a doctor. She's everything. She's If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we're getting to the friendship portion of the episode. So a few things. One, the reason that I thought that this would be a good episode was, well, like the things that we said before in terms of that it is evolving through our through our 20s and through our lives, I'm sure it will. Like I think about sometimes like how it's going to change like once people are married or people are living all in different places and like or people have kids, like it's going to evolve. Um and it's just so interesting how it's such an important piece of our life that does evolve truly as much as we as individuals do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just thinking about it for a couple of reasons. One, because I was just feeling very grateful for like, I feel like I have a lot of really great friends that I value so highly. And also like some of my friends are also are moving. Uh, and I was like, wow, like, yeah, like people move. And it's just so, it's just ever evolving. And I thought it would just be a good thing to circle back to. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I don't think about the, I guess I feel like I don't reflect on like the evolving of it all until something happens that like kind of forces you to, like you said, moving. Like, I think those are very like pivotal things if it's like, oh, you're in proximity to someone and then you're not, and then they're not like part of your routine anymore or something like that. Whereas in terms of just like changing dynamics like I think something we experience a lot beyond like big milestones of like oh people have kids people get engaged people get married people shift jobs they move like those are like very like pivotal milestones to me but I think that's something that might not be talked about as much too in our 20s is like growing apart kind of and how that happens not necessarily because you want it to but I don't know, just because things change. And I think that it's like a really weird thing to deal with. Yeah, it is a really weird thing to deal with. And something that I felt like when I first moved away from New York and away from a lot of my friends, I had a hard time keeping up with people. Um, Not necessarily like my best friends. Like I didn't really have a hard time with like you or Haley, but like with my good friends who I very much value and they're not just like, you know, acquaintances or 
like when you're like, oh yeah, they're my friend. Like some of my good friends, I had yeah. a hard time keeping up with just because, you know, life gets crazy and you're not in proximity. So you, you know, it's not at the top of your mind all the time, but I do feel like I've evolved in that and that I've gotten way better about keeping up with people who I'm not in total proximity to. And I think it was just kind of a hurdle of like getting over that, like, you can do it like Mm -hmm. you if you choose to just like send a voice note or pick up the phone and make a call yes that's using your time but like if those are friendships that you want to nurture like that is worth your time and you can do it and that's not going to take away from like being present where you are um and so I feel like I've gotten like way better about doing that and like for anyone that feels like they're having trouble keeping up with their friends, whether they are like in proximity to you or not, because sometimes like we're just busy and we don't see our friends all week or for a couple of weeks. And like, it's so important to our livelihood and our happiness to see people that we love. Like it literally the number one thing for longevity is positive connection. Um, So it's so important to make that time. But if you like can't make that time that week, like for whatever reason, like I find voice notes to be, the best because it's like way better than a text because you can actually like you know tell a story um but it's way but it offers that both people don't have to be available at the same time and you still get like that connection yeah I agree I love voice notes also I really do I think that you're able to like express things really closely obviously love a FaceTime too Um, But I think that especially in like the type of, I guess, culture that we live in where everyone is like moving at all times and like trying to find time for anything, I do think that voice notes also feel very like intentional and like you want to share things with people and that you can listen to it on your own time. So like same thing as like a podcast or anything like that, that you don't have to, you don't have to totally be available in that exact moment. And like for some of us, like even for us, like we're in different time zones, like when I'm eating dinner, you're not (laughs) like little Mm -hmm. things um that play a role so I agree I think that's a wonderful way to keep up connection yeah and I was curious for you how do you feel like your friendships have changed or evolved now that you're in like this like wedding season because friends are something that are so kind of um either involved or not involved in pieces of that and do you feel like that you're entering like kind of that stage of your life that it has like affected or made you reflect on your friendships at all? Yeah, like yes and no. I feel like I've tried, I feel like when we first got engaged, a lot of things felt like, oh goodness, like is this gonna not even become my identity, but like to an extent, like I was very surrounded by and like wedding talk was very much what people would bring up to me wild yeah it's wild but to be honest like right now it's really not like people bring it up we think about it we talk about it but like for the most part life has returned to like just I don't want to say normal because it's actually anything but normal right now but like it's just it's calmed down like that feeling has calmed down I will say that like for my friends that like really want to be involved and like happen to be bridesmaids and stuff like that um I would say they like check in about stuff more often but I do think I just happen to be the type of person that like I obviously value people's opinions but I very much operate out of I never want to be a burden even if I'm not so I try and handle you're not 
I know, I know. But like, I try, I guess, try to handle a lot of things on my own. I so I don't, yeah. I don't think it's affected my friendships in that way. Cause I haven't really made it like other people's responsibility. Um, oh, really? however, I get mad at Brenda that she doesn't send me things, but I know if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't send her. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, and it's, it's funny. Cause I'm like, wow, it's not because I don't, I don't care. Like, and don't no, I know I feel the same oh, way. Man. And I'm like, but I want Brenda to send me things every day. Like when she's picking stuff, yeah. but I know if it was me, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. No, it's, it's true. I don't know how you're like, you want things from people, but you're like, you know, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. You're like, I, you're like, I would send less. Um, not but, because I wouldn't want to share with you, but because I would just be like getting it done and I would feel the same way you feel like, oh, I don't want this to be annoying or like, yes, I'm just getting exactly. shit done or like whatever. Exactly. I'm like, I don't want it to become like all that they think I talk about. Um, however, I do think that now I've, I feel, I don't want to say disconnected either from my friends. Cause I, I feel very connected and I'm being very intentional when it comes, but I do feel like right now. I don't know, like everyone's been in like hibernation <laughs> in terms of like events and like stuff yeah. like that. And now well, that's I that time like... of year in New York. Exactly. And Which I just feel one like of the things I love about LA, it doesn't happen here. Wow. No hibernation period, huh? No hibernation period. Um, however, now we have like all of these things planned and I love that, but I'm like, wow, that's going to be interesting to like adjust to, even though I want it and I crave it and I look forward to stuff like that. I'm like, Ooh, um, but anyway, in terms of like friendships and how they evolve, I really think that the biggest thing that helps me in my friendships, the ones that I like do treasure and do want to keep. And that doesn't mean that like even those best friendships don't have moments where like we don't see eye to eye, even myself and literally Ashley, who's my maid of honor, my best friend in the world, like we do not always see eye to eye. But what I value from our friendship is that we truly always have radical honesty. Like even if we, mm-hmm. it's like a respectful disagreement and it could be about the stupidest things like it could literally be about like no like raven was the best cheetah girl and that's fine (laughs) um which is usually the topic of conversation (laughs) which is usually what it's about but i think that that's what's really helped especially as like adults is i think that as kids sometimes we like beat around the bush a lot and we don't want to make people uncomfortable we don't want to have difficult conversations but like sometimes things come up even if we have thoughts even if no fight or conflict or something happened but like we have certain thoughts that bother us and we have a difficult time letting go of like I love that in a lot of my strongest friendships the radical honesty of like hey not accusatory but hey this is how I'm feeling this is how I interpreted this and I'm having a tough time with it and just really being willing to talk it out I think that's what's really created my most successful friendships and I've genuinely found with evidence that the friendships that I've chosen to go the beat around the bush route and like avoidance route honestly has put like a wrench in those friendships and has made us like distant to an extent until we talked about it for for sure for sure and do you feel like what how do you be I mean I know you just provided a bit of an example but like how do you be radically honest without being like rude or mean or yeah um, yeah I think like to what's like the accusatory word? not even accusatory but like um what's the word like the when it's like without like putting like too much of your own opinion on a situation if it's someone else's opinion to have yeah well I think that 
I always try to approach situations like that with really coming from like, I'm aware that this is how I'm reacting to this and not at all stating it as a fact, kind of like really sharing it as not even an opinion, but like how I am personally feeling in response to whatever it is. Yeah. Because I think that when we say it too much as a fact, then people immediately get offended or defensive or start I think a good like one-liner to begin the conversation can be I'm not sure how you're gonna react to this but I really wanted to share something that was on my heart with you Ooh, I really like that yeah because I think it like prepares people that like you're gonna say something that might sound that might like if you didn't preface it with that that might be a little like ooh. um and it doesn't even mean it's mean but it's just like I, I it's just less intense I think yeah. Um, and by saying that you're sharing something that's on your heart, you're not lying. <laughs> like it, it right, really yeah, is and it's yeah. weighing on you. Um, so I would say that that's a big portion of it. And I think that in terms of like the phases that you kind of talked about, like, oh, is this next like milestone or phase in life kind of changing your friendships? I think that it just, it really, like, I hate to say it depends, but I think it depends. Like, I think in some ways, different shifts in our lives like can totally impact the way that people see us talk about us blah blah blah. but I think one I really try to protect like I really try to protect myself and maybe that's partially why of like I never want to impact people too much in a way that feels like overwhelming so I think I like personally protect against that but also I think that we have like a notion and I have no idea how this is actually going to affect our lives if we do have kids which if you guys haven't listened to the episode uh, Julie and I did on kids you're gonna want to <laughs> dot 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 kids <laughs> kids um however I think that's something that people talk about a lot in terms of kids is like oh like when you're let's say you're the only friend without kids or something then like you feel weird hanging out with your friends that do have kids because like you feel left out like I don't think that it's like that necessarily as much when it comes to I don't know like getting married maybe people do feel that if they're like I think all of those things like being single being single and hanging out with people in a relationship being Mm -hmm. not married and hanging out with people that are married not having kids and wanting kids I really think that that is all about Mm -hmm. personal insecurity yeah like you I personally believe and people might disagree that you if you love someone you should be able to hang out with them when they are at their best even if the if what their best is are things that you want like that because all of that is coming from insecurity and that's work that you need to do on you and that's not doesn't say something about your friendship or the time that you can spend with someone and yeah I'm not saying that's easy I'm saying yeah it might like like feel like when you're hanging out with your married friend and all you want is to get married but like why would you let an insecurity like that come between someone that you love Mm. and I also very much think that you are the product of who you surround yourself with so if you're gonna like hang out with like people that are in positive relationships it'll probably teach you something about positive relationships which might help you on the journey to find your own I agree and I think Oh, I love the way that you said that. I think it's so tricky. It's so tricky because I understand that like being in a situation where like someone has or is or I don't know, is living like this life that you want. I think it can feel so tricky because it's like, fuck, that feels triggering. But I think that a lot of it that instead of feeling the triggering aspects of it, I think we can expect that like, oh, man, this is going to feel weird. But 
I think that a lot of our friends do this really well, where it's like, we can be in a situation where they really want that. Like if we talk about career, for example, like I'll never forget, we've talked about this before because I'll never forget it. Where one of our best friends, like we were talking about like getting a raise. And I was like, I don't know if I should share this with you, but this just happened. And she was like, I'm so fucking happy for you. Like, and she meant it. There was oh, no yeah. piece of her. There's no. no piece of her that was like she she could exist in both places of yes. like, I'm so happy for you and I want that. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing that we don't like expose ourselves to at all times because we want to protect ourselves from it. But in the meantime, we almost are like self-sabotaging against it two really great self- things. Yes, it is 100% self-sabotaging. It, which is so interesting because it's like not only are we not exposing ourselves to like maybe this person, this was not my situation, but like maybe this person like has a way to help you get there. Maybe this person has a connection to your next partner. Like I have no fucking clue, but we're like distancing ourselves from good things to protect ourselves when in reality, we're just like sheltering ourselves from some good one thousand percent could not agree more and I really just think it's a mindset switch like it's just switching your mindset to like hanging out with people that have what you want like if they're good people and they're people that care about you you know which is who we spend our time with like that's gonna rub off on you yeah yeah it's crazy I'm like thinking about like damn Damn. Uh, but I had a follow-up question to kind of what we went into before was how, so you were talking about radical honesty. Do you have any tips for like, let's say you're having, you're in conflict with a friend um, and it's someone that you do wish to like restore the friendship with or keep your friendship with? Like, do you have any tips on how to navigate a situation like that like let's say even if it was something that was like kind of built up over a long time and not one particular instance I feel like sometimes things that are one particular instance are easier to hash out which is why Mm. you know you should like say what's on your mind when it's on your mind versus like letting things build up um Mm. but sometimes things do build up in like long-term friendships um so do you have any advice for like navigating a situation like that yeah I mean I think that it starts with getting like really clear on what your own personal end goal is in a circumstance and what you really want out of a friendship because I do think sometimes maybe what you want out of a friendship isn't something that the other person same thing as any relationship like is Mm. willing to or able to give you in that moment so I think great advice Brenda wow I don't think we think about that I don't think we do either like I think that's that's part of like even in relationships like friendships or like maybe someone you're looking to pursue romantically I think a lot of times we get caught up in like what we want out of someone and don't really think about like not just are they willing to meet me there but like are they capable of that right now or am I at least willing to ask yes right amen because sometimes we're not and I think that I can relate it very well to myself like over before like I just said earlier today like I feel like I'm thriving right now a couple months ago I didn't feel like that and I recognized that like there were aspects of me as a friend that I wasn't it's not that I wasn't willing to but I wasn't I didn't have the capacity to give people that they probably expected of me Hmm. a couple months before that and that was something that like I that was like holding me back from really giving my all to my friendships as well when I was needed Hmm. so I think it's like is that something they're capable of doing or are they willing to 
kind of break through whatever discomfort or difficulty or obstacle they're going through in that moment to be that person for you. Yes. But I think that's the first thing is getting clear on what you want. Like, is it the line of, because I think this is where we can set ourselves up for difficulty sometimes is like a line that a lot of people say in terms of relationships is I just want things to be the way they used to be. And I think that you made a great point earlier on in the show, Ju, about evolving is like sometimes it's never going to be the way that it used to be. It and can't that's- be. You've both you've both grown. Hopefully you've both evolved. Hopefully yeah. it's never going to be the same way it used to be. And right. that's probably usually a good thing. I mean, we could be nostalgic for moments like that, but it just shows that we're growing as individuals and if we're lucky together. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a hard part about like growing pains if you will in your 20s is like relationships change circumstances change and it's like are we going to keep up with each other on that front or is it going to be something that kind of does lead to you growing apart and I think that it's a decision that essentially both parties have to make together but sometimes due to feeling triggered due to whatever projections like sometimes people kind of make a decision on their own and then the relationship falls apart um but anyway I think it's deciding like what what really is your ideal vision of how the relationship should be and are you holding a standard to it where it's not possible anymore like I can think of really great and do they want that too right like what what is it that they expect out of it because you might want to maintain a friendship with someone and they might not and like that's out of your you can try to work through things that might be blocking them from one not wanting it anymore but like it's kind of like in a romantic relationship too like just because you want to stay with someone if they don't want to stay with you like it's not gonna work and that is sad but that is the truth of relationships both parties or what however many parties have to want the same thing yeah or to be willing to work on it and I think that that's a big like misunderstanding through all of that so getting clear on what you want out of the relationship getting clear on what that really like looks like for you and what you expect versus what that person actually expects and like taking the time to if it's something that's shifted and you're upset about it like trust me there are times in life where I'm like I love where I am right now and sometimes I miss like having no responsibilities and like that's of course yeah that part of us but like seeing it more so as like what can we bring from those moments to now like some a really tangible example for me is myself and one of our really great friends had like a year of just a, a little bit of like disconnection honestly and there were certain things of like let's just say we used to go on walks together during lunch my responsibilities have changed 100% at work I got Ellie um so I had her to be responsible for Chris started working with us like a lot of things changed in our circumstances where like things were never going to be the same as they were before however now we're in a season of like what what beauty can come out of that like how can we create new things that really fill us both up and add to our relationships and I think that that's just the difference is like we can grieve what's no longer there and see where the new opportunities are based on how we can evolve so in terms of kind of bringing it up yeah especially if it's been built up that's um, the hard part it's super hard but I do think that our energy is everything which seems like such a like cliche type you're of saying in the way that you bring it up like your energy yeah. Is everything, yeah yes in the way that we bring it up like I really think that coming from a place of hey I've had some stuff on my mind and I just really would love an opportunity to sit down and 
like chat with you like I think something as like simple and innocent as that yeah and like I really value our friendship so I want to yeah you know I want to hear I want you to hear me out and I want to hear yeah. you out yeah Ooh, I want us that. to have an opportunity to connect and share how share what's going on in our minds in our hearts whatever beautiful yeah so I think that's a good tool for something that's not easy to talk about mm. and then like what if it's something like and that's not always like a one conversation fix so do you feel like when it have you been in the situation where it's been like multiple conversations or like it's been one conversation but it's taken time yeah yeah honestly I have and I feel like sometimes the same way that like on our show we have similar conversations sometimes but sometimes like phrases hit different or land different I think that it's important to because it's not always this way like for me personally in the situation I'm thinking about it felt worth it to me most of the time to continue to pursue fixing Mm -hmm. what I didn't feel was working because of the beauty that I knew existed in the relationship where I don't think that's always the case I think sometimes in the same way as when you're in a toxic relationship with a significant other like sometimes you're having the same conversations and it's going nowhere and it's not serving either of you and it's not worth your time and it's time to end that chapter but I think that it comes to being real with yourself first and understanding what that other person is willing to give to shift to know like is it really worth having these different conversations because the same way it takes time for a new habit to stick for us like it takes time to kind of rebuild a relationship that feels like it had a little bit of a wound in it before yeah a hundred percent um this has been so lovely if like Brenda mentioned if you have any um you want to hear more about this topic i think that that episode with black girls texting that we have is so amazing and we do talk about like breaking friendship breakups on that episode so if that's something that you're dealing with um go there and then i'll leave it off on a positive note um i've been asked recently like how do you make new friends and um i i think there's two pieces to it i think one like get yourself involved in something that you love that is a community activity that you can meet other people in, whether it's a yoga class or, you know, some sort of class or some sort of activity that like requires other people. Like if you love skiing, like, I don't know, go skiing and like see who you meet on the slopes, like put yourself in the way of like activities that require community. Um, And then also when it, and like you know then also go out with like your friends and meet their friends and when it comes to that when it comes to like meet meeting people's friends and wanting to develop your own relationship with them or developing relationships with people that you meet like in a class or whatever like you have to then show up you can't mm-hmm. just like meet someone one time and think oh we're gonna be friends like you have to then show up when they invite you to something or some or your mute friend your middleman friend invites you to something that they'll be at. Like you have, it's literally like if you were like pursuing, you know, a romantic partner, like you have to show up continually. 
And I think people just think like, oh, well, I want to be that person's friend. But then like you're not going to the events that they're going to when right. someone else invites you out. Or, you know, you went to the yoga class once, but you're not going weekly. Like and you're not asking them to like go for coffee after like you have to show up. And that's not always so easy when we feel like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know anybody here. Like blah, blah, blah. But that's really the way that you make new friends. And um. Oh, I was going to say something else of that. I don't remember what my last point was. Well, it was going down a great path. Thank you. But yeah, I just I just think like I was thinking about that recently because like I've like met recently people who I think are cool through other people and they're like, oh, I want to be friends with that person. And it's like how I was thinking about like, how do I get there? And it's like, show up when our mutual friend invites us somewhere. Go. And it's going to give you more time with that person. Oh, I remember my thought was that I was listening to some podcasts and they shared like this, like this study that was like on how many hours you have to spend with someone to consider them a friend. And then how many hours you have to spend with someone to consider them like a great friend or a best friend. And like, Mm -hmm. as that, as that ladder goes up, the number of hours you actually spend with someone um goes up and it was like crazy I can't remember what the number was but I want to say it was like 40 hours to take someone Mm. from an acquaintance to a friend and like that's a lot of hours yeah like think if you go out to dinner with someone you're trying to be friends with once a week you're spending two hours at dinner you got to go on 20 dinner dates shit like yeah I mean and like obviously like you could met someone once or twice and be like yeah that's my friend but like to create a real friendship like the kind of friendships that Brenna and I talk about these like deep friendships where you can be honest and open and authentic and vulnerable that could take 40 hours and like that's okay but like you gotta keep showing up heck yeah heck yeah that's so like you don't want new friends then don't make them <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it is positive to um make new friends because you might learn new things about yourself or the world love that and that's that on that and that's that on that no I do love that though I really do okay everybody well text a friend that you love and actually send them a voice note Heck, that's the way to go. That is the way to go. Do it right now. Send a friend a voice note, whether you spoke to them yesterday or yesteryear. Send them a voice note and just say, what the heck is up? This is what's up with me. And then ask them a specific question because I hate when people ask me, what's going on? I don't know. Ask them a specific question. You could say, what's going on in your relationship? Or like, what's going on at work? Like, just like narrow it it down. How's your armpit? How's your armpit rash? Do you have any weird rashes on your body that you would like to share? Me? I don't. No, I'm that's I was just saying. Oh, that's the question to the friend. I was like, (laughs) I don't think I do. Okay, everybody. We love you and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.